Welcome to Axios Pro Rata, a podcast that takes just 10 minutes to get you smarter on the collision of tech, business, and politics. I'm Dan Primack. On today's show, Amazon seeks to conquer yet another type of business, and private equity does right by all of those fired Toys R Us workers. But first, the future of legal sports betting in the wake of a summer Supreme Court ruling that struck down a law that had prevented it outside of Nevada. So Axios now has a series on HBO, and this past Sunday night's episode included a segment I did on legal sports betting. And like with all things TV, most of what we taped didn't air, but we spent time all over the place at the largest sports book in Las Vegas, at the T-Mobile Arena during a Las Vegas Knights hockey game, DraftKings' Boston headquarters, and the NBA headquarters in Midtown Manhattan. And I basically learned two things. First, Everyone even sort of involved in sports or sports betting is very excited about the future and agrees that the majority of these wagers will be placed via smartphones, even if folks are physically sitting in sports books. Second, there is a lot of disagreement over how to share the money or even if it should be shared at all. So here's what Adam Silver said on that during Axios on HBO. We knew there was enormous amounts being bet on the NBA and all sports. I mean, estimates up to $400 billion a year in just the United States. If we're going to spend $8 billion this year producing those games, I feel that we should receive a share of the proceeds from a business that's being generated exclusively on our game. The problem, of course, is that so far, no one wants to give the NBA or any other league a share of those proceeds. Silver's dual arguments that the league basically deserves a royalty or at least some payments to ensure games are on the level have fallen on deaf ears, including so far with the five states that have signed sports betting into law. The question now is what happens with the other states and how that will impact the dawn of what is quickly becoming America's newest sin industry. In 15 seconds, we'll go deeper on this with Axios reporter Mike Sykes. But first, this. There is more news out there than ever before, but these days it's harder than ever to find it and to know what to trust. Axios AM takes the effort out of getting smart by synthesizing the 10 stories that will drive the day and telling you why they matter. Subscribe at signup.axios.com. And now, back to the Pro Rata Podcast. We're joined now by Axios reporter and despondent Washington Wizard fan Mike Sykes. So, Mike, let's start. Adam Silver said he wants a cut of the sports betting proceeds, and specifically for that to be written into law at the state level. Is there any reason to think he has a chance of getting it in one of these states? Uh, It could happen in one of the states. It all depends on what different legislators think the leagues are entitled to, right? Because Adam Silver is one of the the guys who's like, okay, this is our content. This is our material. We deserve a cut for that. If he can convince state legislators somewhere that is an actual thing that should happen, then yeah, he, he can for sure get it. But he has an uphill battle, I would say, because the gambling industry is, this is something that they already do. They already monitor games. They already yep. make sure that, that the games are as clean as, as possible and there's no fraud when it comes to betting. So he has an uphill fight. Yeah, it's interesting you say that because you're right. Right, because Silver originally referred to these as so-called integrity fees. And, and when I was in Vegas and, and I asked somebody who runs one of these sports books, and I said, look, do you know who I am if I come and bet? And he said, yeah, we know who you are. He said, and if we don't, you know, so we know if you're, you know, the ball boy or the friend of the ball boy. He said, and if we don't know who you are, if you bet a bunch of money, we're not going to let you do it. So you talked about this kind of cut. Does it make more sense for Silver to argue this kind of on a royalty basis? This is our content. You guys are building an entire business on top of it. We therefore, it, it's only fair. Yeah, I, I think that makes a lot more more sense. And it, it also makes it sound like the league is 
a bit less entitled to doing something that that is already being done. In in other words, like you, this content is here without us, it's not possible. So we deserve a, a cut in it. That does sound like this is our content that you guys are making money off of. So we deserve it. But at the same time, it's, it's genuine, right? Like the the I don't I don't know if the integrity fee piece is genuine. I I don't know if if that's something that people will look at and say, oh yeah, well this makes sense for the leagues to do because that's something that's already happening. With without the league, there is no content though, and that's an argument that Adam Silver can make all day every day. You know, Silver originally started talking about sports betting four years ago. Actually, four years ago to last week, he wrote an op-ed in the New York Times about this. And at the time, he was talking about and what he wanted was a federal framework, federal legislation. And at the time, he wasn't anticipating a Supreme Court ruling that was going to allow states to, to do it. Is there any reason to believe that we're going to get a federal framework or, or really is the future of this a state-by-state thing, kind of like what we ended up seeing with daily fantasy sports? Yeah, I, I think the future of it is is likely to be a state-by-state thing, but we can definitely still get a federal framework. There are still legislators in Congress who are pushing for a federal framework. If you were going to say, this is this is the guy, this is the woman who's leading that fight, who's doing that? So the main guy is Chuck Schumer. He actually pushed for a, um, it, it wasn't a, a bill or a piece of legislation, but really just a recommendation of what a federal framework for sports betting should look like back in July. And um, he he got some pushback on it, but there were also other, uh, other legislators who were like, uh, yeah, this could work. And there are also some who are architecting a framework that is it is, is a state-by-state state thing and, and just kind of something toward the, the middle. Tell me I'm wrong here. The, the states, I guess, what, what am I right in saying outside of Nevada, five states have now legalized? Is that right? Yeah. It seems that each of them, and then even a bunch of the ones that are kind of far along the way have actual bills drafted and being discussed, they all seem to be fairly different from each other. And, and instead of, say, looking at the Nevada example and saying, we're just going to copy what Nevada did. Right. And I think pretty much how it's going to go is is that every state is going to figure out how, how far they want to go into this thing, right? Every state has to figure out what they can and can't do and, and, and what people want to actually do. My first thought was when these five states allowed it, in addition to Nevada, so six states, and none of them provided, whether you want to call them integrity fees or royalties to the NBA or any professional sports league or even college sports leagues, which are going to want a piece too if the NBA gets a piece. I thought, okay, if none of them are getting these fees, if none of them are getting a cut, then no one will get a cut because they'll just, new states will follow that example. But if these current states are all creating their legislation so differently, maybe that does really open up a possibility here. Mike, let me ask the NBA, even though it doesn't have a, it's not getting a piece, it did just sign a big deal with MGM, the casino company. What do we know about that deal? The league is, is partnering with MGM and, and is allowing MGM to use its likenesses. In, in other words, the, the player names, team names, team images, things like that in its casinos. And the, the league is also offering MGM uh, real-time uh, data feeds that give basic player stats and, and things like that. But it, they come seconds faster, right? Like it, it might be five or six seconds faster. Which, which doesn't, doesn't sound fa- like much, but that's, you know, if you're creating lines throughout the game, you know, it, it used to be that people just bet on a game at the beginning. Like, right. you know, this team's going to beat that team. Now people are betting throughout the game on prop bets and, and, and that line continues to change every second. Right, exactly. And and that brings us to, to the aspect of live betting, right? Which like at some point we're going to be able to, to bet and say LeBron James will dunk the ball at at such and such time in, in the second quarter. I'll take that bet. Everything is moving so fast and, and there's so much data, it's so much 
things that, that we can do with this data. And, and that's why I think the deal is, is so interesting. And, and another interesting aspect of it is the, the player tracking data that uh, the, the league has been taking for years. That, that's something that I wonder. What do you mean? What's player tracking data? So, so player tracking data is the league uses these sensors that they put in the players' jerseys. This is the NBA specifically. They put sensors in the players' jerseys. They track things like how fast they're going, where they are on the court. How um, many steps they've taken. How many yeah. steps they've taken, that, things yeah. like that. And there are privacy issues, but I, I, I have a feeling that a lot of those privacy issues can get settled uh, if the price is right. I want to thank Mike Sykes, uh, Axios reporter, for joining us. My final two right after this. Axios chief technology correspondent Ina Fried shares breaking news and analysis on the most consequential companies and players in tech from the Valley to D.C. Subscribe to get smarter faster at signup.axios.com. And now back to the ProRata podcast. Now it's time for my final two, and let's begin by sticking with sports, and specifically sports broadcasting. As Amazon reportedly has bid for a group of regional sports networks that Disney is being forced to sell as part of its agreement to buy 21st Century Fox. Among the assets up is the Yes Network, which broadcasts New York Yankees games. Now, Amazon is hardly alone in this auction. As CNBC reports, there were also first-round bids from a bunch of private equity firms and other broadcasters, and even the New York Yankees themselves. So Amazon might well lose. But if it wins, this could be a huge boost for its prime video business, as a survey over the summer showed that the vast majority of Amazon Prime members don't even know that the video service is available to them, free of extra charge. And finally, private equity firms Bain Capital and KKR this morning announced a $20 million fund to help compensate thousands of employees who lost their jobs when Toys R Us shut down earlier this year. It's going to be administered by the same people who administered funds surrounding such tragedies as 9-11 and is the first time private equity has ever done anything like this. The question going forward, of course, is if it sets a precedent. The private equity firms don't think so. They think Toys R Us was a one-off because it was so large and it liquidated, which is still pretty unusual in private equity terms. But be sure, in the future, there's going to be a bunch of employees laid off from a private equity-backed company. They're going to look at Toys R Us and ask for a payment going forward. And we're done. Thanks for listening. And to my producers, Adam Grassi and Tim Shovers, have a great national peanut butter fudge day. And we'll be back tomorrow with another Pro Rata podcast.